All right, everybody, what's going on? It is Friday, and uh, we're going to go into a great weekend. So uh, I want to jump in and just say a few things about our sponsors. I'll start off with Seven Mile Casino. Guys, listen, um, I, I was with Seven Mile Casino yesterday afternoon. We're a go, okay? We are a total go. They are so excited for us to come down there. We're going to put together a great friend's dinner at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. And then when dinner's over, we're going to be able to go across and play games and hang out. It's going to be like a night at a casino in Vegas. It's just that we're going to be, you know, seven miles south of downtown San Diego. We're a go. Info coming. And I'm thinking we'll probably do this in mid-June. That's what I'm thinking. Seven Mile Casino and SevenMileCasino.com. Hey, this week I asked you to support one of our great sponsors, and that is Manscaped. Now, we've talked a lot over the last few months about the 4.0 package, which is, you know, everything that comes in that 4.0 package. It's the, it's the, you know, the lawnmower to, you know, shave your pits and your balls and your chest and, and look well-groomed. And it comes with the underwear, which now I've bought, you know, two, like one dozen things of underwear because my son's coming home from college. And he needs it too. Um, so it makes for great gifts. That's the other thing. Like once you already have this stuff, you're like, I don't need this shit anymore. Stop telling me about it. No, it's great for gifts. Any guy who has a birthday coming up, you get them the Manscaped shampoo, conditioner, the body spray, the body wash, the deodorant, the lip balm, the underwear, and you save 20% when you go to manscaped.com. You use our promo code Great Friends. You save 20% and you get free shipping. So um, you're supporting a local Carlsbad company. You're helping support the show and you're getting really good shit. So take care of it. Uh, I want to also thank our people from Ride One Up eBikes. I know Browner talks about this a lot, brags about the, the e-bike that he doesn't want to give back. I'm also making plans with Daniel. Um, which is going to happen in early May where we're going to have a get together and everybody's going to be able to test ride these bikes. Alex, I know you've wanted to do that. And it's going to be down by Balboa park. So we can just zip around the park, ride one up.co slash great friends. If you go to that website and when you use the promo code, great friends, you'll save $50 off the already incredible prices of these bikes, but you'll also get the free phone mount. And listen, we appreciate those of you who've already bought bikes through them because we get a report. Um, as an affiliate that tells us how many bikes we've sold. And frankly, we earn a little bit of commission, but it's, it, it's great. I mean, it's a great advertising partnership. That's like, you know, sugar on top that I wasn't expecting, but for those of you that have already bought, thank you. And for those of you that are considering e-bikes, please don't buy without considering rideoneup.co slash great friends. Okay. Uh, let's get started today. We, we got a, a good and shorter Friday show and uh, I'm ready for the weekend. Let's get going. Friends, what is going on? It is Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. And for those of you that uh, watch the podcast or listen to the podcast versus those of you that listen on radio and watch on television, one of the things I said in the pre-roll before we even got onto the airwaves was that I met with Seven Mile Casino yesterday and Grande and Brownman, I'll have you guys know that we're putting together a great friends. You ready for this, Alex? I'm calling this one the Supper Club. See, okay. See, you ridiculed, sounds bougie. You, you ridiculed me for calling our lunch on May 6th the Lunch Bunch, but I'm going to do lunches as the Lunch Bunch and dinners as the Supper Club. You think it sounds bougie? Yeah. Who the hell has supper? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, yeah, me neither. I, I do dinner. You know, like I never say to my girlfriend, yo, what do you want to do for supper tonight? You know, I say, what do you want? Yeah, to do? I think it's a, not a common term anymore. Mm -hmm. So it makes it sound bougie to me, even though 
what is the definition of supper? Is that before dinner? I don't it's an think old so. person's word for dinner. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, like, like what they used to call. So it's not like on, brunch. the house on the prairie. Yeah. Come for supper. Right. right. Yeah, Ring right, a bell. Right, right. Come okay. for supper. Right. Because you know, like there's breakfast, brunch, lunch. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like supper, no. dinner. No, no, no. I think mm -hmm. supper. I think. I think this. Um, like for example, you know, if you go out and you buy a pair of blue jeans, right? There, you call them jeans, right? Right. But like when I was a little kid, I remember my mom used to call jeans dungarees. Okay. You ever hear that word? Yeah, I have. Yeah, dungarees. You know, so supper. Dungaree wasn't it? Wasn't that a brand? No, I don't think dungarees. Like a brand. Lee dungaree. Like... Well, they, Lee may have called themselves dungarees rather than a jean, but I don't think so. I don't know. If, I'm okay. not sure. But I always think of like you know we were kind of like tough skins families, and my mom would take me to J.C. Penney's and get me mm. tough skins dungarees. You know why? Because the tough skins had like a patch in the knee. So you know, this way your kid wouldn't wow. rip the jeans. Are you ready? Listen to this. Yeah, go ahead. According to the English language and usage stack exchange, families would put out a pot of soup to simmer throughout the day and eat it later in the evening, which was also known as supping, the hot soup. So it's supper is because of soup. Mm -hmm. Soup, day it is. Soup, day nope, it nope. is. Nope. Soup. Nope. There it is. Mm -mm. Louder. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> didn't you wear like some? Was this when you were older already? You wore like, was it? Where did you work in college, dude? I I worked the in v high Cavarici? school. No, 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 no. In high school, I worked at the Chess King. Chess King. Chess King in the mall, right? Yeah. And then Z Cavaricis were like the pants that you would sell there. Got it. And uh, no dungarees or jeans. So I grew up on bugle boy jeans. Mm -hmm. No, when when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. By the way, supper is also French for evening meal. <laughs> Still looking it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gathering right. facts. All right. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. This all got started with. I met with our people yesterday from Seven Mile Casino. I told them About what I wanted supper. to do. Yeah, I told them what I wanted to do. I said, look. I said I'm having a lunch on May sixth. And only 20 people can come. And it's, by the way, it's me, Browner, Grande, and Lawhead. And then there's 16 guests. And I've already gotten a ton of people that have told me that they want to come. So I'm going to put out information next week about how you make your reservation at the Great Friends Lunch Bunch. But I've also got a lot of people, shout out to my friend, Louis Zapata, who lives down in Chula Vista, who says, Kaplan, bring everybody down to the South Bay. You're always up north. You're so coastal elite. So now what we're going to do is we're going to get bougie, to use your, your word, Alex, with mm -hmm. Supper Club at Seven Mile Casino. And that's... What time is Supper Club? Supper Club will be at 7.30. Damn, dude. Well, it's late. I don't eat that late. I'm an old man. I know. I eat supper. I know. But I it's it's all my fault. I acknowledge it. What I time do you eat? Six? Six? Honestly, it's been changing. It's been I've pushed it back a little bit more. So yeah, six six thirty. Yeah. See, I I eat. I don't eat till nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. I just I, mean, I don't know. I've already brushed my teeth and in bed by nine thirty, dude. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even start cooking until like eight thirty. I don't eat till like nine nine thirty. I I couldn't imagine eating at six o'clock. Like I'll eat like a snack at six o'clock. I couldn't mm -hmm. imagine sitting down eating an entire meal at six o'clock. At ten o'clock, I'd be like, I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm unfortunately eating too late at night because I'm not getting off the radio up in L.A. till seven, dude. 
you know? So I'm, uh, it's, it's a problem for me. Cause like last night I didn't have dinner till like nine o'clock, you know, and I had a pretty, pretty good dinner last night. I mean, had salmon and chicken and salad and a little yeah, bit salmon of rice. And salmon chicken and chicken dinner. Yeah. Because my girlfriend, uh, was she, she had like, she saw not saute. That's the wrong word. She like marinated like all this chicken. And, and she also marinated this, this salmon and she didn't cook either of them for the last two days. So then she's like, I'm cooking everything. So she did. And so I had a little of everything. I did that the other day. I had a whole like chicken marinated and like ready to cook. And then me and my fiance were going to go out to dinner, but I was like, I can't leave this in the fridge anymore. So I'm just going to bake it and it'll just be done. Mm -hmm. And I baked it. And then luckily her mom came over and I was like, Hey, you want some chicken? Take this chicken. Cause I don't need it. <laughs> I had a whole roasted, like lemon garlic herb chicken, just ready to go. And I was like, all right, we're leaving. Bye. Here you go. Yeah. See, that's what she did last night too. You she, gotta do it sometimes. She, she had her parents come up from, from Chula and uh, me and my daughter came over and her, and her two boys. And yeah, it turned into like, a, it was like Thanksgiving. We actually sat around a dining room table last night Ooh, and we laughed about good... it. We're like, we never use this table ever. Sounds like a proper supper it was it was a proper mm. supper you're right so mm. supper club is coming do you guys French. think do you, because of the lunch is is may 6th the lunch bunch is may 6th that's why i'm thinking we should wait for supper club till june do you guys agree or disagree with that i just think we should call it a french dinner no dude it's at sammy's sammy's the word fire pizza. It's, a, Sammy. it's a play on words man so we should do what we should call it what a french dinner nah nah i'm staying with supper club dude i'm, I'm calling an executive why don't we just decision. call it Supper Club's also a stolen name. From what? <laughs> Lots of stuff. Yeah, there's a restaurant, La Mesa. Called Supper Club? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was stolen from like Fight Club. No. Riviera. Is it the Riviera Supper Club or something like that? I don't know. Like me and my buddies, we try and have dinner at least once a month together, the four of us or the five of us or the six of us, however many it is. And we call that Supper Club. So that's kind of, I was thinking about great friends and I was thinking about my close personal friends and we call it Supper Club and you know, all the great friends are out there are our great friends. So let's call it Supper Club. There are five places called Supper Club around San Diego County. Great. We're having our own private Supper Club down at Seven Mile Casino in June. So you're just going to stick with this name? Yeah. And it's going to be bomb. What do we call it? The Sammy's Get Down. I like well, that. I like I mean, that a lot like, better. I like the Sammy's Get Down, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. All right. I'll think about it. Under consideration from my perspective. All right. So look, it's Friday afternoon. <laughs> lunch, lunch. Yeah. Supper Club. Who wants to be part of the summer lunch bunch? <laughs> Who wants to come to the supper club? Yeah, we've been we've been doing a lot of hacksaw. It's all my fault because once I found hacksaw in my phone, then what happens is every time I get my car, my phone connects to the car, and every single time it comes up with hacksaw saying, Jay Posner, what have you ever done? You're a quote desk man. What does that mean? Write one column a week and take out the trash? All I do is win. I built a sports talk empire. Once I heard this, it's like every day it's in my consciousness, you know? So anyway, listen, it's Friday afternoon. We're just getting rolling. Uh, this is an exciting weekend coming up here, guys, because Padres. What's going on? Hosting the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Big weekend. Grande going to two games, Friday and Sunday. Tonight. I'll be there. Wow. Shout out. Yeah. I got to see. I'm thinking about Saturday. I'm thinking about Saturday. By the way, anybody who's uh, sending me direct messages on Facebook asking me to get them tickets for this weekend, please stop. Just, just don't do that. 
I mean, you can't brag about your tickets and your uh, your ability to just yeah. get behind home plate whenever you that want. That is not the True. case. That is not. I'm not a. I don't brag about that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. And B, I don't have access to those tickets very often. Maybe twice a year. And by the way, I'm a guest. I'm not. They it didn't, did seem like you were just. They were just like, let us know when you want them. Yes, I have other tickets that I've been offered. That's let us know when you want them. And and as a result, I have sent some emails on few occasions saying how about this game how about that game how about this game and you know but what this, i keep getting but that's why people would be now messaging you for tickets oh well there's one guy that messaged me for tickets and i'm not going to say his name and i'm totally going to try and help him get tickets but he's not asking it's for the same dude yeah that asked you for a car no different guy different how'd guy. that this, work out the guy who called me and asked me to give him a car i stopped taking his calls because you couldn't figure out who it was. I didn't know who he was. He left me his voicemail. He left me his full name. I didn't know who he was. I didn't look him up on Facebook. And I just decided, you know what? I can't put time and energy into into even talking to this guy. And so as a result, if I don't have your phone number in my phone, I'm not taking the call. And you got a lot of numbers in there too. A lot. I mean, a lot. But there's one guy who's been sending me messages on Facebook saying, hey, can you help me out? But it's in like June, the game. And I'm like, yeah, I'll help you out for sure. You're my man. But, uh, but, you know, somebody who's texting me this weekend, hey, you got four for me on Sunday? The answer is no, I don't. I don't have four for me on Sunday. Like, who's who's emailing you? Who's texting you? Four Dude. is a lot of tickets to ask. Whoa, wow. Four? Two max, if you're asking me. Four? Yeah. That's a family, bro. Yeah. Cut the check. Yeah. Cut the check. Dude, I think I want to go to the Padre game on Saturday night. Why Saturday? I, because I'm because tonight I'm going to the belly up mm -hmm. to see Queen Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday, I definitely have something else that I'll want to do. I mean, I just don't want to go down. I don't think I want a day game. I don't like, I'm not really into day games so much. Evening games. I love day games. But then actually, now that I think about it, I got stuff going on on Saturday. I'm out. <laughs> was I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Super yeah, quick. Done. Well, I'll be there today and on Sunday. Yeah. So. All right. Look for me. So listen, uh, where, where are you going to be tonight at Petco Park? Do you know? Where am I sitting? Uh, more like where are you hanging out? Like, so if great friends want to come up and go, Grande, mi hermano. Oh, I don't know. I have no game plan yet. I'm going with like a group of like six or eight people. So mm -hmm. it'll, I'm definitely going to be like sit down and watch the game though. Yeah. Uh, the first two times that I've been to Petco this year, I think I saw like two innings. Yeah, I didn't see anything. So I definitely want to sit down and watch the game. If it gets out of hand either way, then I'll probably start migrating around. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be drinking. I'm down the I'm down the third baseline. Okay, got down it. Down the third baseline. You drink today? Heavily? I'll probably have a today. I'll probably have a few. No, not heavily. Okay, because last time uh, I got on opening I day. Got, on opening day, you were you know you were worthless the next day. I mean, but it's I'm sorry. Did the show make on air and YouTube and audio podcasts on time? Hundred percent. So to did. say I'm useless is a very very that like heavy. personal attack. That was, yeah. that was very heavy. Sorry man. about that. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, I think sorry. I made good points that day. I may have looked like a train wreck, but I didn't act like a train wreck. <laughs> well, that's certainly what I meant. <laughs> um, you mean it was but, that green glow around you that day? <laughs> yeah, it was the smell in this room, probably too. You, you know, it's like one of those hangovers where you shower and you still feel dirty. It was like where, where your skin's all dry. Like you know, you feel like like how much moisturizer can I put on to like get some hydration back in me? Anyways, no, tonight we'll just be. I'll have a few. Nothing I love crazy. it. I love how we bust balls around here. It's great. Uh, I'll have a few because tomorrow, don't laugh at me, Browner, but tomorrow is like Browner's worst nightmare. I don't know how if I'm actually going to do it, 
but it's Manchester United versus Arsenal at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, God. And then followed by the F1 sprint race at 7 a.m. Oh, man. So I don't know. Honestly, chances are I record both and just have a good time tonight mm-hmm. and not even worry about it. I mean, you live in the wrong country. You live in the wrong country. You really yeah. do. Why, well, dude? You, yeah. Believe it or not, there's a lot of American sports fans that now they love dude, international soccer have, and they love F1, dude. I have been to bars at 4:30 in the morning where you can't even drink yet because they don't let you till six, mm-hmm. and they're crowded, dude. Like Browner, it's a world that you don't know, right? Don't and know. and therefore, like, because um, you don't know it, you think that that most people think like you. Yeah. And and maybe they do. I mean, but. Like, but it's there dude. are a lot of people that listen, Browner. I'm with you. I'm not waking up at 4:30 in the morning to see the Super Bowl. Okay, dude. Last year, NBC Sports did a live show. The game's not even there. The game is in England. They do a live show in front of the LA Coliseum at 4:30 in the morning, and there was thousands of people there. The game wasn't even there. It was they're going to show it on a big screen, like. I'm telling you, Browner, it's a world that I get. I get why you think that way, but you just don't understand how big that world is. You don't if even understand. If it's thousands of people there, but LA has me. This is why I think the Illuminati is real. <laughs> Soccer? This is why. That is so far out of left field that I this love is, it. This is why, man. Oh, this is it, why I believe the Illuminati is real. I don't even know what the Illuminati is. If it's fake or real, I don't even know what it is. This is why I know it's real. It's a secret society yeah, that they say. Jay Z, like the president, to whom they may say, I believe it's real because if there's an entire underbelly of mm-hmm. people waking up at 4 a.m. to watch mm-hmm. something and lining up thousands of people mm-hmm. in a law in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and no one knows about it, mm-hmm. you can definitely do something underground. Right. Well, so people Illuminati, know about it. Illuminati must be real then. I mean, mm-hmm. 1.5 million people watching games. At that time of day, I mean, that's a one point five million people. Hey, bro, Connor. hey, bro, that's a lot more people <laughs> that might be watching an NBA game. Seriously, that that's an a that's a ridiculous amount of people. And by if the way, four million. If it, if it's on that four here, it's on at seven a.m. In, in New York. So yeah, that's more doable. Mm-hmm. Four a.m. here. I agree. No, bro. Yeah, it's I agree. Well, isn't it funny that we always think that football is way better out west when you get a ten a.m. and a one p.m. Yeah. and a five thirty. And people on the East Coast are like, no, man, that's that's BS, man. Football is one o'clock, four o'clock, and yeah. eight o'clock. But but as much as we believe that watching football is better West Coast style, watching soccer or F1 in these examples, West Coast style sucks. Sucks. Yeah. And also, you know, that's a 12 30 p.m. game in England. And the reason they do it is because it's such a large rivalry, mm-hmm. Manchester and Arsenal, mm-hmm. that they don't want the people going to the games to be sloshed mm-hmm. by the time they get in there. Right. Otherwise, they turn into hooligans. That's why a lot, of, a lot of these big-time rivalry games get the early kickoff because of that. Mm-hmm. Listen, that don't mean people ain't going. If you're going to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to watch it in America, you think they won't wake up at 8 a.m. to drink in England? No, oh, I'm just telling you what it is. Come on, guy. As someone, As someone who went to England... And started drinking at 7 a.m.? Yes, I know that they do that because I had to get on a train, get my ass to Manchester from London, and started on the train. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You're going to go to the Padre game tonight, right? Yes. And you're going to drink beer tonight because you're a beer drinker. Right. And and you're going to go on Sunday. And are you a a beer drinker on Sunday at a ball game? 
Probably not this Sunday. Okay, so let me go back to Friday. Actually, night. I take that back. I'll have like one or two. Okay, let me go but... back to Friday night then. On a normal night where you're not going to get wasted drunk and it's not like opening day where you were right. green the next day. Correct. Um, how many beers do you think you would have tonight? I'll probably max out like at four. Okay, like max. Okay, four max. beers. All right, four beers. How how many of those beers will be purchased inside Petco Park? All four. Okay. How much will four beers at Petco Park cost you? I have a very specific place where I sit in these seats every time I go to Petco. Mm -hmm. There's one, and I'm not going to dime myself out because the line's not that long. Mm -hmm. There's one place that it's a, a beer locker, mm -hmm. and it's 12 bucks a beer. Okay, so you're willing to spend $48 tonight on beer? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, fiance drink game no. tonight? No. Oh, so <laughs> two for you, two for me, but I'll drink all four of them. Yeah. Hey, grab two. Yeah, so I don't have to get up again. Okay, got it. And and you don't mind them getting warmer as the game goes it's on? It's going to be cold tonight, so I'm not worried about it. Okay, got it. So warm beer, yeah. good. Sure. On a cold night. Sure. Brian, are you spending... Food, food is a different question. How much... Now we're talking like, you know, I think she's a big fan of the Hodaz Burgers when we go to Petco Park. Yeah. That'll, that'll, that's $40, $50 on its own right there. Okay, so you're in for $100 tonight in food and beer. Minimum. Okay, and then tickets tonight, you buy these or you get these? hundred bucks each. Okay. So you're $200 for tickets, a hundred dollars for food, uh, and beer. Uber's probably be about $40 round trip. Okay. You're at three forty so far. Anything else? And then after expenses? the game, yeah. probably we'll have to wait it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a significant amount of money. Tonight, you're looking yeah. at $400 tonight. Pretty much every time I go to Petco is like, that. Jesus yeah. Christ, man, man. Oh, yeah. Man. It's a, it's a, and it's not even about the Padres. It's just about having a good time, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. with fiance. Yeah, but imagine, imagine if I said to you, hey, you and your your fiance are going to go out for dinner tonight. Dinner's going to yeah. cost you $400. Wouldn't you be like, damn, $400 for dinner? Well, can you can we stop having like this realistic conversation? Because now it's putting it all into perspective. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay for it all. Like, she'll drop some money, too. Yeah, I'm just saying between the two of you, $400, a lot of money. Yeah. Technically, between the two of them, it's two hundred dollars, so it's not that bad. No, no, between the two of them, it's four hundred. It's two hundred each. That's right. what I just said. Two hundred each. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> see, we don't have joint joint bank accounts yet, so we don't see the big minus right. four hundred. We'll see the minus two hundred. All right, <laughs> which isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to me. I don't like what you just did to me, man. Right? I know. Right? I don't like what you just did. <laughs> Put me behind home plate. And it's all free. <laughs> I know. Damn it! Right. right. <laughs> you gotta email them on Facebook. <laughs> right. <When> you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna message you on Facebook yeah. at them ticket <laughs> oh well it's Friday yeah it's Friday afternoon uh it's a shortened show today here on radio because it's a football Friday where you know we've still got the LA football network coming up and we've still got silver and black tonight coming up so uh we'll hand off to football Friday at five o'clock and so we get a shortened show on Fridays, but we are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. And I do want to tell you that a bunch of stuff I want to get to today. Obviously, we're going to start Padres Dodgers, but I say start there. That's like the big story. I got to talk about Mike Tyson. And I got to talk about the guy that Mike Tyson beat up on the plane. Because Mike Tyson is like a pit bull. And I'm going to explain that comparison coming up in just a few minutes. So along with Grande, who's probably going to go get another job now to go to Petco Park. <laughs> I can't. I don't have time yeah. for more. Along with the brown man who has had a week of all weeks, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, this is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, and we're just getting rolling 
on a Friday. Stay with us, everybody. All right, great friends. What's happening? It is a Friday afternoon here on Kaplan and Crew. We come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. We are broadcasting on the airwaves of ESPN 1090. So on radio, wherever you are, you can be in San Diego. You can be in Orange County, L.A., Riverside, up in the 805, Grande's hometown, the Nard, okay, Santa Barbara, the Central Coast, you can get us on radio whenever you want us. Listen, tonight we're on television, 7 o'clock. I got it. I got it, okay? Padres, Dodgers, big game. Dodger fans are watching. Padres fans are watching. And it's going to be really hard to compete against that game on Channel 4 San Diego, which is also on Channel 4 in Santa Barbara. And it's 118 in Orange County in L.A. I got it. But just DVR the show. That's all. Just, D just set a recorder. DVR the show, hang out with us after the game is over on TV. To all of our YouTube family out there, you are the heart and soul of what we do. Make sure you give a like, make sure you're subscribed, leave a comment down below, get involved in the YouTube chat. Glad to have everybody here on Friday. And if you're catching up over the weekend, you're listening on audio podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeart. If you're listening on any of these audio podcast platforms and you're catching up over the weekend because you're out playing golf or you're out for a ride or you're out for a walk, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Kaplan and crew and tell us what you're listening to and uh, what elicited that response. So big week around here, fellas, huh? Pretty big week. I would say around these parts. That's fair to say. What happened? Well, Browner almost got beat up by a security guy for making a joke about him on, uh, on stage mm. at his comedy show on, uh, on Thursday night. Or was that True. Wednesday night? It was, did he find you yet? Browner? Not yet. I hope you don't come looking. You come looking, sometimes you get what you find. Mink, mink. You feel me? I do feel you in a big way. I do. I'm actually surprised in some ways. Uh, after yesterday's conversation about the security guard who works for this company, Elite Security, you know, he, here he is. He's down at this, this, this venue, Humphreys, and a comedian makes a little joke. Just roasting a guy because that's what comedians do. They roast people on stage. Ha ha, it's funny. We came to laugh. I'm drinking. It's 420. Okay, I'm here to laugh. Except the security guard who after the show had to walk up to the comedian and go, you should be telling people when you plan on doing jokes about them. That's not funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I'm wearing these gloves in case I got to kick a little ass. All right. Don't let the sport coat fool you, pal. Okay. Because any guy, any guy who's five foot eight, 150 pounds, and is the sole security guard at a place with 250 people, what do you think that means? He can fight. Yes, that's right. It means I will kick your ass or, individually, or if I have to take down the entire room of great friends, Joe Rigby, Tommy Tommy, Don Benson, Sergeant Alan Pena, Fat Tony, Kaplan Grande. If I got to take uh, Christian, all right. I'm one guy. I'm five foot seven. I'm a 150 pound security guy. I'm one guy. I'll kill all you guys. I got to make an admission here, though. And I don't know how this is going to make me seem, but this is this. I'm pretty sure this is what I would do if the security guard and Browner decided to escalate into throwing hands. Mm -hmm. I would not have gone to break it up or help Browner. I would have gotten my phone out and recorded it for the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there, there, you would have had no other choice but to do that content first yeah. baby okay okay <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to put that out there content first. if we're if we're anywhere and either of you get into some sort of 
It was like when when we were in the streets of Miami and that dude was trying to do that that leather thing on your arm, Scott. <laughs> like we didn't try and help you at out all. of that situation. I know, we just started recording. Right at all. We didn't try to help you. Not right. one like, bit. So it's it's just a it's just a, and I expect the same from you two. Like if for whatever reason someone wants to go after I me, that. I would have I would assume one of you's gonna start recording. Here's the difference. See, mm. here's the difference. Here's the difference. If someone was trying to beat you two up, I would I I would fight, I wouldn't record it. Just I'm I'm just wired different. I knew Scott wasn't in any danger, so I thought it would be hilarious to video this, which I videoed the entire twelve minutes. Honestly, I never seen anything like that. I thought there was more of a possibility that you get like kidnapped. So oh, what happened please, was we're, we're, like, we were we were walking oh. down the streets of South Beach. This is a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, the Super Bowl, right before the pandemic. Yeah. It's early February in Miami, and we're walking down. This is right before we took the pictures at the um, at the Clevelander. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So we're we're walking. We're on our way yeah, there. We're, yes. we're walking down Ocean Drive in Miami Beach, and these guys come up and they're like, "Yo, any of you guys Jewish?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am. What's up?" And they're like, "Hey, you want to come over here and lay some tefillin? That's what it's called." And what what that is 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 like ultra religious Jews. They take this leather band and they wrap it around their arm, and it goes up on your head. And then there's a little box on your head, and then you go over and you do what's called davening, which is which is praying. You know. So they wanted me to go with them down an alley to go daven, and Honestly, like I've done this many times in my life when I was growing up. The thing is, is I felt like these guys were like, you know, the Jesus guys that stand on the corner. Mm -hmm. Jesus saves and you're a sinner. Right. And I hate that, you know. So I didn't like the fact that these guys were doing it as Jews, you know. And then so so they're trying to talk me into doing this. And I'm like, I'm not doing it, man. You know, I think it's offensive that you guys are on the streets trying to push your religion on people. And I am the same religion. And as it turns out, Alex winds up sending me a video probably, I don't know, six months ago or so, maybe it was a year ago, of Dave Portnoy from Barstool. Yeah. The same dudes got to him, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same dudes. And he was doing a pizza review on the streets. Yeah, same. And, and they came up yeah, to him. Yeah, same guys. And, and he wound up doing it with them. And Alex yeah. is like, you idiot. You should have done it with these, with these guys. Portnoy beat you. You had him beat. I don't think I called you an idiot, but I was like... I think I, I I don't know what I said, but you should have done it. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. If if Browner gets into a fight with a security guard like you, Alex, I'm going to break out my phone and record it. Okay. Unless he starts getting in trouble. Yeah, then I'll you know? then I'll like, jump in, you know. I don't know if I jump in. I might call the other security guards like, hey, look. Yeah. Bad things. The guy's bad being things. unprofessional. Get over here. <laughs> bad yeah. things. Um, no, I jump in. I jump in. But but listen, if if somebody attacks me in a fight, you know, um, Alex, you record and Browner, you jump in and beat him up. Yeah, that's okay. kind of the formula. Yeah, Alex, no you way. record. The last time I had to do anything like mm-hmm. that, maybe like six years ago, I was in Oxnard, of course, mm-hmm. because it's the way it works there. Mm-hmm. And we were leaving a place, and my cousin, I just like, we were all walking towards the car. Mm-hmm. I turn around, and I see my cousin face-to-face with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I run over there, and this dude, I'm telling you, is like in my cousin's face. And we're like eight deep. And this guy's by himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh. I literally grabbed the guy and I was like, you will get beat up back up. Like I grabbed because my cousin, he has started getting those eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, when the dudes start getting the eyes and there's nothing you could do. Mm-hmm. And I and he and he still kept pushing at me and pushing at me. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you. And I pushed him off. I was like, I'm telling you, you will get beat up. You need to walk away. You need to walk away. And um, all other seven, six guys that we were with 
were behind me by this time when he started to walk away. And I felt really tough because I thought it was me. <laughs> but I turned around. I was like, there was a wall of dudes behind me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'll try to help the guy out, man. Like, listen, like, it's just the way it works sometimes, you know? Like, I will tell you, we don't want to, but we will beat you up if you continue to instigate this. Wow. And I thought it was me. You're a tough but- guy. I had the 300 Spartans behind it's, me. Well, I was like, all right. I told you earlier in the week, when you put the picture up on the screen earlier in the week of the three of us at uh, at the Padres game last weekend, okay? And I said, you guys look cool and you look tough. I don't know if you can grab it real quick because now that I'm referencing it, you might as well put it up on the screen because everybody who's watching on TV tonight, that's if anybody's watching us tonight on TV because, again, Dodgers, I Padres. I there's somebody. No, they're just recording the show. It's cool. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Just record the show. That's all. Shut up. Yeah, see, look how tough you guys look. Bad out. West Side Connection. West Side. Yeah. Mm. That's just good acting right there because I'm a soft ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the way you just described <laughs> that story, think about it. Yeah. If somebody saw you like that and you were by yourself and they backed away, but then you turned around mm-hmm. and you saw me and Browner there, you'd be like, oh, that's why they walked away because mm-hmm. Browner's mm-hmm. there and Scott's mm-hmm. looking old and. And he's got this police on nine one. He's got he's dialed nine one already. Right, he's, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. he's about to push the last one right. and send. Are, Honestly, though, screwed if I hit this one. It's it's pretty funny that we're talking about like fights and stuff today because the Dodger fans are in town. Yeah, like everybody just take it easy. Yeah, right? right. Right. Like let's let's we're not advocating for y'all to fight, so please don't. Right. They will. But if you do, someone send us. Yeah. Remember uh, to hold your phone <laughs> sideways. Yeah, and and also and try and do a good job of of shooting the video you know right yeah like don't don't send us garbage video you know because i but don't do it no like let me say this let me say this all dodger fans who are coming into san diego san diegans are peace-loving people okay Mm -hmm. um and all padre fans who you know really want to rep the hometown and want to rep the team and you know really look at the Dodgers as great rivals, even though the Dodgers don't look at the Padres as great rivals. I'll just say this, you know, just chill out. You too. You guys too. I Listen, I know that a lot of people, um, you know, are probably looking for the guy who's the Padre fan from Colorado last year, who walked up to that Colorado Rockies fan and punched him out with one, when one shot, they're mm-hmm. probably looking to get behind that guy. Like that's our sons in four guy, you know? Yeah. So just, just yeah, don't do it. Be cool. Okay? Everybody just be cool. Just relax. Yeah. Every time I go there, there's always something going on with Dodger Padre fans. I'm not blaming either or mm-hmm. Dodger fans, but just relax. Mm. All right. It's a game. Yeah. It's game one of 19 yeah. that they play Perfect, each other. And I'm not with all that. San Diego fans, if they come up in here talking sideways, you got to send them out on their back. Bottom oh, line. Slop. Get out of here. Oh, Get out line. of here. Get Bottom lost. Line. Shout out to section 118, bro. We ain't taking no mess. Oh, get out of here. That's where I'm the same guy that almost got beat up by a security guard. <laughs> Five, six security guard. Right, man, let me tell you something about that interaction. Yeah. yeah. He knew who to puff his chest up against and who didn't. Because when yeah. I squeezed his hand, mm-hmm. he knew it was over. He didn't want no smoke. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like that time that five foot six inch lift driver didn't want smoke from me. No, no, I know you got one of these. You got one of these and you just chucked it with your left hand yep. right at the, his gas per- tank. Perfect spiral. Yep. You know, please stop. I need that ride. Please stop. Let me in, please. Look at us. Yeah. Look at the three. We should be Scott Kaplan and tough guys, man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Look at us. Like there's a bunch of tough guys, the three of us. Yeah, like like me, it should be like he's the not tough guy, and those two guys look tough. 
You know, those two guys look tough. All right. Let me just, let me jump into a few things. And before I do, I want to say this. Um, shout out to my man, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299 from Mountain Trust Mortgage and Realty Services. I'm shouting out Gary here on a Friday because, um, you know, a lot of people look for houses on the weekends. You know, this is when they're off from work for a couple of days and they're like, you know what? We're looking for a place. So we're going to go to this open house. We're going to go to that one. Uh, go to Gary's website, mountaintrustrealty.com and see what he's got available for you. And maybe before you even do that, you just call him 858-376-1299 because what Gary can do for you if you're out looking for a place is get you pre-qualified so you know what you're looking for. But maybe you're a homeowner currently and you want to refinance for some reason, um, or maybe you're thinking about selling, cashing out, taking off. Maybe you're looking to buy an investment property. Really any transaction in real estate, Gary's been with us for 20 years. So uh, I always say support our sponsors. This guy's helped thousands of listeners and viewers over the years. Call him 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. I actually love the story he was telling earlier the week um, about how if you're a homeowner, but you're trying to buy another place, but you need to sell your house to buy the other place, you can do like a bridge loan that, that gets you into the new place six months interest free. Uh, or interest only rather. And then you sell your place and then you pay that loan off and you move into the new place. So I thought that was a pretty creative loan. So 858-376-1299 for Gary Cooper. All right, Alex, set us up for tonight. You're going to the game. Let's take a look at yes. uh, just kind of the tail of the tape between the Padres and the Dodgers. Here's the setup. Go for it. Yeah, hopefully today don't get rough. I know Browner was not a big fan of Nick Martinez. He takes the mound today. He's only one of the season. 4-5-0 ERA. Take it on Julio Urias. Who had an awful opening day, a very decent start against the Reds. He's 0-1 with a 3.86 ERA. Obviously, the Padres coming off the three-game sweep of the Reds, and the Dodgers beat the Braves two out of three. Mm -hmm. So okay. that is what's coming in tonight. All right, all right, I like it. Uh, this weekend, mm -hmm. just since it's Friday and we won't be here, you got Martinez tomorrow's U Darvish versus an unnamed starter of the Dodgers, mm -hmm. and Sunday. Manaya versus Kershaw. Wow, that's a great that's a great matchup. I would have liked to see Blake Snell tonight. I don't trust Nick Martinez. He has on the IL. I know, I get that, but I'm saying oh. I would have liked to see Blake Snell tonight because I think this this series is uh is important in the sense of establishing rule of law in the division. Mm -hmm. And I just I, I wish a guy like Blake Snell could have started this series. I'm not I, I I'm not sold on Nick Martinez, man. I think he's gonna get shelled. Here's the thing about I don't like I don't Padres. like the series getting off to a bad note. Yeah, I hear what, what you're saying about the Padres Dodgers series this season. Last year, you remember they played, but each other a bunch mm -hmm. earlier. It was on, on television every mm -hmm. game. It was yeah. great. Yeah. So this year they play right now this weekend. Mm -hmm. They play again right before the All Star break, and then that's it in the first half of you're the season. You're kidding me, really? You know, Six games yeah. in the first half. Yep. And then I'm telling you, in the second half, mm -hmm. the Dodgers Padres. If it's if 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 it's going to get down to the wire. You got the Dodgers one, two, three, four series, I believe, mm -hmm. in the second half. Okay. Um, the, this like the Dodgers don't come back here mm -hmm. until September 27th. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, I didn't know that. And so, wait, because I haven't looked ahead at the schedule that much. Let me ask you this. You say that they, the Padres Dodgers don't play again until right before the All Star break? What's yes, the date? They play, they play now, and then they don't play again until yeah. July, oh, June 30th, the July 4th. Series, oh, got it. That okay, and and by the way, isn't the All Star in game LA. isn't the All Star game in LA? That's a great question. I'm almost sure it is. I think the All Star game is in LA this year. I think I'm like I'm like fifty one percent sure. So you, you hear that's not a lot of confidence. 
Usually I say like I'm 99.9. Yeah, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, how about that? 51% Browner, but I got it. Mm-hmm. And not, excuse me, they don't play the Dodgers here until s- September. Damn. But they play them twice in September in San Diego. September 9th is the next time the Dodgers come to town. Wow. Which, That's you know, time. I don't mind because Tatis will be back for the most of those games in the second half. So. Actually, you're right. I mean, listen, Tatis yeah. could potentially be back before that June 30th series. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, so last year I feel like because Browner, I remember me and we were fighting with Browner because, you know, the Padres were going like this down and the Padres going or the Dodgers going up like this. But Browner kept referencing their head to head series mm-hmm. over and over and over. And then the pa- Dodgers ended up winning, what, the last 12? Let me put it or something let like me that. Put it in a row. <laughs> We better not win this two to one because now, you know, I'm going to have until the next time to have the almost all-star break to be like look at the season record. Yeah. And, and, and by the same token, you, you want the Dodgers, you know, if the Dodgers take two out of three, I know you're worried about Nick Martinez. If the Dodgers do, <sighs> then, then your whole argument goes out the window. I Alex, know, put up man. on the screen for everybody and you and put the three of us up. We can all take a look at this together. If you don't mind. Um, the series scoop, as you've called it here. Oh, I figured you I ripped it from somebody. Thing. Yeah, who'd you? No, I stole this straight from Sportsnet LA. They they tweeted this, and I took oh, it. Smart. Why not? Yeah. All right, let's yeah. take a look here for everybody listening on radio. Go ahead, man. Oh, yeah, that's sure. you. Dodgers uh, nine and three plus thirty two run differential. Uh, the team is hitting two fifty four, eleven home runs, which is surprising with that lineup. Fifty nine RBIs. As far as the Padres, they're nine and five. So these two teams and the Mets have the most wins in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Run differential plus eighteen. Padres hitting a lowly 230, but 12 home runs, 58 RBIs. And here's a very interesting stat because we kept talking about the the rotation and the pitching and how the Dodgers are weaker. Mm-hmm. So far, their starting pitchers ERA, 233 for the Padres, 285. And the bullpen for the Dodgers, 244 for the Padres, 361. Mm, that's a lot of numbers right there. There you go. If you're listening, come and watch it on the show. It's a lot easier just to see. Yeah, it's a lot easier. I think um, like I was at my dentist the other day, you know, and uh, the woman who is the receptionist there, her name is Barbara. Barbara has been a great friend for, I'm telling you, she's been a listener to the radio show for 20 years. And she's a huge Padres fan, season ticket holder, the whole deal. So she said, hey, how are things going on 1090? And I said, they're going really great. I mean, we're back on the air every day. We were on the air from three to six, Monday through Friday. It's going really good. She goes, oh, well, you know, sometimes I'm not in my car. And so I'm not listening to radio. And I go, well, are you opposed to watching or listening on YouTube? And she said, no, I, I tell me more about YouTube. So um, I showed her our YouTube channel. I said, look, it's just easier to put it on your phone because you're here in the office till four or five o'clock, whatever. Just put it on your phone. You don't need to, to go out to your car and get into the radio, you know? Yeah. So I was happy about that. How'd you like that text yesterday? Which text yesterday? Tell I me more. Text. I don't remember. From Kaplan oh, and Crew. Oh, my God. The text dude. line. Okay. So yesterday, my phone buzzes <laughs> at like, I don't know, three o'clock right on the dot or so. And it's a text. It says, hey, Kaplan and crew, come check us out. We're on, you know, we're on YouTube and we're on radio and TV and everything else. And we haven't gotten a text in ages. Right. And I thought, wow, do we get a text? And actually, my girlfriend, Rachel, sent me, a, she sent me a text that she had just received a text that the show was going on the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I sent mm-hmm. you a text and said, hey, we get back to texting because I'll tell you something. I actually miss the fact that every day. We used to send texts out. Now, the guy who used to work for the text company, isn't that your buddy who just got married? Yes. So he didn't work for them anymore. Is that right? He don't mm-hmm. work there no more. But what I did not know was that he um, loaded up our account with cash mm-hmm. before he bounced. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that much remaining, but there are there is 
I'll probably be able to send text out for like another two weeks. Maybe can't we talk to the company? Like, can he yeah, set us up? We could, we could just buy more. Well, buy if you want to keep it going. What do you mean buy? Buy text. How much does it cost? I don't know. Mm. These, I think we could. It's probably consumption based. I would think. No, it's how much you send. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so how many? Like, if oh. the more the more people you have that you're texting, the more you, it costs. It's like a prepaid card. Like you pay X amount. Mm-hmm. And then it just keeps going down until you've, you know, sent out your text. You know what's going to happen around here? Our new text line is being presented by. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. It's going to have to happen. Our new text line is going to be presented by Mazda of Escondido. That's Mazda of Escondido.com. They're on the Escondido Auto Park. This weekend, you're thinking about a new car. Maybe you're thinking about an all-electric car, the MX-30. Uh, I love the CX-5 that I'm driving. My son, he, he got this new car. He left for college. The car is here. I'm driving it everywhere. It's so much better on fuel. I love all the technology inside the car. It's a great driving vehicle. And again, in these times where gas prices are so high, it's a much better deal for me than driving my my Cadillac. So uh, Mazda of Escondido, MazdaVEscondido.com. My daughters both love their CX-30s. Again, really good on gas. I'm actually flying up to Boise to drive my daughter back down for the summer in that CX-30. So um, Mazda Vescondito is going to sponsor our text line. I'm just saying that for now. Hey, we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Mike Tyson gets into a fight on the plane. We got to talk about this. Hey, great friends. What's going on? This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. We got Browner. We got Grande. We got the whole Mishbucha in the house. And uh, it is a Friday afternoon here on the show. And Alex says he's going to the, the game tonight. I'm not going to the game tonight, Padres-Dodgers game. I'm not going. Um, and the reason I'm not going is because I already made plans, Grande, just so you know this. Um, I'm not sitting at home tonight on Friday night watching this game, although I would like to see the game. I'll probably catch a lot of the game. Game's at 640, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably catch quite a bit of the game, but then I'm going to the belly up tonight. So if anybody's coming out and uh, you catch up to me, uh, throw me a fist bump, a high five, whatever you got. You know what I'm saying? Hug it out if you want to. I'm cool with that. Although I will say this, guys, you ready for this? Um, COVID is not like gone. I know for all the the conversation around the country right now about masks in airports, masks on airplanes, all that kind of stuff. COVID's not gone. You know, my boy Sedano up in L.A., he just got it. The only thing is, is that he's in the NBA league, you know, so uh, as a reporter. So rather than telling the world on Twitter that he has COVID, he put himself in health and safety protocols. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, stop it. I swear to you guys, he said that. He sent out a tweet and he said, uh, I'm unfortunately not going to be at the heat game. I think it's tonight. Uh, I'm not going to be reporting on the heat game because I'm in health and safety protocols. Love it. Wow. I said, you know, unfortunately, I won't do. I won't be there because, yeah, I'm in health and safety protocols. Feel okay Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Rough time overnight last night. Mm -hmm. I'm in health and safety protocols. I'm like, bro. Um, those of us who are not NBA reporters are not going to NBA games. We just have COVID. Wait, so let me, let me, let me try to, uh, did the NBA put him in NBA safety and safety protocols or did ESPN do it? I don't know. He took, he took a test. Did he put himself in there? Well, he, well, I think he put himself in it. I, you know, he took, he took a test. He found out he, he was positive, which means you can't get on a plane and fly from LA down to Miami, which means you can't go broadcast the game. In Miami, so he and did so, it to himself. So I think that he put himself in health and safety protocols rather than actually. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the NBA goes, "Well, you're positive, therefore now you're in health and safety protocols." I don't know. Feel better, George. Know. Yeah, much Jorge. love, my man. Yeah, it's my man. Uh, all right, listen. 
I got to talk about this for a minute. And then I'm going to tell everybody, Adrian Gonzalez is going to join us here a little bit later on in today's show. Adrian, the former great Padre and the former great Dodger now works for the Dodgers television broadcast on Spectrum Sports in LA, which by the way, is kind of hard for me to find on Cox Cable. Because you probably don't have that channel. No, I do. I do. I, I did, I think. So you got Bally Sports San Diego for the Padres. And you got Spectrum Sports LA for the Lakers, but aren't the Dodgers on a different Spectrum Sports? sports? No, it's Sportsnet LA. Well, which one is which one is the Lakers? Spectrum Sports. Oh, Sportsnet LA. Okay, I'm going to try this out right now. Sportsnet LA. I'm going on Cox Cable. Uh, uh, let's see. It gives me. Um, I don't know. Is this it? It's it's giving me YouTube results. <laughs> Are you sure, Alex? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's channel 71. I think it might be. All right. Maybe, maybe I have found it. I think. If I told I you, if I asked you a question. Yeah. No, this is Spectrum Sportsnet, dude. Oh, maybe you don't have the channel, dude. No, mm. come on. I got to have it. I, Why I do you I have asked, to have it? You're in the San Diego I, market. I know, but I specifically asked for it when I talked to Cox. And it's not because you get Dodger games there, but it's it's the secondary L.A sports channel isn't it i think it is i and i'm almost sure i've had it before i'm gonna assume you don't have it come on really mm-hmm. why would i not have it and it's because what's you're it a bally sports region dude mm-hmm. yeah but but i can't get what's it called it's called what Sportsnet la no you probably can but you probably have to pay for it or the mlb package no oh, come on this guy i'll pay for it what do you yeah, pay for it i mean how much could it cost I mean, maybe I'll give up on Netflix now that Netflix is going down the way it is. <laughs> Stock don't mean that the app is leaving. Right. No, but I'm realizing I don't really watch anything on Netflix. Until other than you like, want to. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I don't think right. you have that channel, dude. That sucks. All right. Listen, let me talk about Mike Tyson. So, and uh, then I was going to ask you what? a question, though. What? Go ahead. Quick, what was the question? We'll yeah, go ahead. Which team did Adrian Gonzalez play longer for? Dodgers or the Padres? I'll take a stab here and say the Padres. Browner? The Red Sox. No, no come it wasn't on. an option. Oh. Adrian Gonzalez played for the Padres. If I'm reading this correctly. I'm gonna guess like six seasons, maybe. He played for I'm just wanna I just want to confirm I'm not screwing this up. Okay. He played for the Padres for mm-hmm. five seasons. Okay. Oh, then he may have played longer for the, the Dodgers. For the LA Dodgers, he played mm-hmm. Six seasons. Wow. Wow. He was better so for the Padres. Mm-hmm. Career average of 288, 161 home runs, 501 RBIs. With the Dodgers, 280 average, 101 home runs, and 448 RBIs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Adrian Gonzalez will be here. Adrian's doing TV work now in LA for the Dodgers. And so Adrian will stop by and we'll talk Padres Dodgers in the weekend series coming up in just a little while. But now I got to talk about Mike Tyson. Okay. So I said earlier in the show, Mike Tyson is kind of like a, like a pit bull. You know, if you know people who own pit bulls, you guys know anybody that has a pit bull? Nope. No. Yeah. I don't like pit bulls. Dalit. What'd you say? Dalit. What does Dalit mean? Dalit. A pit bull said. I think he's trying to say Dale. Yeah. Oh. 
like the 305 boy fireball yeah there you go that's a good one right there i knew my rent was gonna be late is different that song, song? Different, different song, song? Yeah. different yeah, song it's a, it's a pitbull song though right He's no that's featured. a pro rider song no no that's a Brody, neo song Brody, you don't know anything about music with pitbull yeah see i knew Flo my Rock rent was gonna song. be late who flow flow rider Flo Flo Rider is in that song. song bro i don't know man i don't know i don't know bro I knew my rent was going to be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off. Still so can't I can't pay, pay it, though. though. But I got just enough to get, to get up in this club. this club and have a good time before my <laughs> night is through. Oh, let's give it up. Ooh, I want times in my life. Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull uh. is, listen, Flo Rida is definitely in that song. I'm listening to it right now. It's such a good song. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, Alex Alex Jammy's like, this is such a good song. Such a good song. Yeah, uh Neo yeah. and Pitbull only. Yeah. No flow rider. Wow. Oh, such a good song. I, I don't believe you. Hold on, I'm looking at that. That's a very inspirational song. Because you know, you knew your rent was going to be late about a week ago, and then you worked your ass off and you still can't pay it though. And you got just enough to get all up in this club. You don't have a good time before the night is up. So would you say that's uh that's a very responsible thing to do though? Like you just have enough money and you're gonna go to the club and use that money. Yeah, probably not. Probably not, not, right? But yeah. you got to celebrate life, man. I know? do. I agree. Yeah. Browner, you he's not in the song. You can stop looking it up. Dude. Yeah, forget it. Flow Rider's not in there, dude. That's Pitbull rapping. Yeah. Ain't no Flow Rider. No. Yeah, I looked it up. He's not in there. Yeah, he's not. Huh. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. All right. All right. Let me talk about Mike Tyson. So here's the thing. I was saying Mike Tyson's like a Pitbull. Here's why. Because pit, people who own Pitbulls, are, they'll always tell you, these are the most gentle dogs. They're <laughs> such wonderful dogs. They're great pets. They love my kids. You know, they're the most gentle dogs in the world. And and you go, yeah, but I'm afraid of pit bulls because, like, I don't know. All of a sudden, the pit bull just looks at you wrong and decides to eat your face off. And people are like, oh no, 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 it's not the dog. It's the owner. You know, it's not the dog's fault. It's the owner's fault. And I'm like, yeah, um, okay. But if the dog decides to go dog, that dog can just can do major damage, you know, at any moment. And, you know, you don't know what, what the dog is thinking. Well, that's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson may be 55 years old. He may no longer be a pro fighter. He may not train the way he once did. He may smoke a ton of weed. He may be on psychedelic mushrooms, things that he talks about in his podcast, right? But Mike Tyson could still at some point lose his you-know-what and go all Mike Tyson on you. And by the way, if you're just like a normal dude, you, you probably stand no chance like you don't stand a chance against a pit bull. That's Mike Tyson. So Mike's on this plane, and uh, there's this kid behind him. How old do you guys think this kid is? His 20s. Mid-20s. God, if this were my son, I honestly, I would like, smack him in the back of his head like what the hell are you doing like just the disrespect you know you talk about like players in games getting yelled at and Kyrie Irving giving the fans the finger or you know Russell Westbrook talking about fans he ain't taking no disrespect yeah they're playing a game and the fans have paid to get in and they drink booze and they say dumb stuff okay but this is real life 
This is, I'm on a plane, Mike Tyson is sitting in front of me, and if that were me, I'd be like, yo, Mike, how you doing, champ? How you doing, man? Big fan, bro. Hey, um, I saw your, uh, your one-man show. You were great. Uh, catch up to a couple of your podcasts. It's awesome. Hey, dude, it was just 420. If you want to hang out a little bit, uh, I might even try and break the ice with him and be like, yo, remember that time you were on with me and Billy Ray and you were like, yo, Billy, baby, you know, or, or I could even say something to him like, hey, Mike, no. like, look, look at me, man. No, that's how look, you get beat up. Look at me. Hey, hey Mike, look, hey, I got a, 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 I do kind of a half-ass impression of you. You want to hear it? Like, nope. Look at me, man. If, if these are me. all the things you say to Mike, you might get beat up too. You're, well, annoying, you're annoying but, me. You're okay, going but to I, be next. Really? Listen, all I'm saying is I'm trying to break the ice with Mike. Right. Okay? All I'm saying is he's gonna break your head. You talk like that. You're in first class mm -hmm. on an airplane. Mm -hmm. right? You don't say anything to Mike Tyson. You leave him why alone. Not? Why? Leave him alone. Because he's on. Because why would? Why do people feel the need to engage with folks minding their own business? Like he's not on the flight as a representative of the airline. He's on the flight trying to get to a place just like you're trying to get to a place. Right. Leave him he, alone. Right. But he but listen, Mike Tyson is so famous and you know the the face tattoo is so recognizable that if you're a fan, like I'm a huge fan, I'd be like, Mike, yo, man, how you doing? I just want to say hi, what's up, champ? How you doing? Like I try and break the ice and be polite, is what I'm saying. Like if I were going to engage him, right, I'd be polite because first of all, I'd like to, I'm a fan. I want to talk to him a little bit, especially if we're sitting right next to each other in first class. But, but no, this guy sitting behind him. If you're sitting right, behind right. me, please don't don't have a conversation with me. I'm not. Fair, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. You. Fair enough. But but again, even even if I was trying to get Mike to understand, Mike, listen to this, man. Like, look at me, man. Look at my. Look at me. Look at me. Look at my eye, man. I got one eye. He got two. Look at me, man. Like I would say that to him. I'd be like, yo, check this out. It's pretty good, right? You know. Hey, Lennox. I want to eat your children. Like, so you're gonna good, get. Right? I encourage you to do it if you ever do find yourself in that situation with Mike. Don't Tyson. make. Don't let me be around when that happens, please. No, please let me be around. So I'm then, so then TMZ Sports can't own that video, and I can then play it mm -hmm. because I assume that if you keep doing that impression, there yeah. might be a similar outcome. Well, okay, let's talk about the outcome. So here's what happens. So I I'm trying to make a point that I would not be taunting Mike Tyson because he could just flip on me at any minute. But you don't think the impression is taunting Mike Tyson? That's legit taunting. Well, I'm just saying that like if we started to talk and hang out a little bit, you know, and then I was like, Mike, I know it was 420. I know you like weed. Like, let's, you know, let's have a little bit of fun kind of thing. You know, and then I'm like, oh, by the way, listen to this, man. You know, like, like then it's funny. But anyway, this kid, this young kid is sitting behind Tyson. And there's no doubt that he's like, he's taunting him, you know, like, like again, poking at a dog mm -hmm. and he's, he's, he's taunting Mike Tyson. And eventually Mike gets up and doesn't like get out of his seat. Cause he's sitting on the window. He doesn't get out of his seat and go around and go into the aisle and start beating the hell out of this guy. He kind of gets up on his seat. I can't tell if he's on his knees or if he's on his feet. I, I think he's kind of standing on his feet. And, and, and you got to understand, it's not just the headrest that's behind Mike. There's like a, a plexiglass sort of partition between where Mike's, the back of Mike's head is and the front of these guys' seat is. And Mike, over the top of the partition, 
like a hockey fight is grabbing this young punk and he's pounding on him. And there's a guy sitting next to the young guy who's kind of like, Mike, please, come on. But he's putting his hand up. Mike, come on, stop, will you? And when it's all said and done, the guy who's sitting on the other side, who's videotaping all of this, who I can't tell if he's who's, a part of it. He is equally instigating. Right. So he's friends with the guy who's instigating, right? Oh, look yeah. at my boy. Look at my boy talking to Mike Tyson. If you watch the video and listen to it, it's yeah. like, oh, look at my boy talking trash to Mike Tyson, like egging him on as yeah. his boy's like stupidly drunk. Yeah. yeah. And so then when Tyson punches the guy like 10 times in the head, the kid sits back down. <laughs> And he's like pouting towards his buddy who's running the video camera. And his pal's like, turn your head. And then you see some blood on the side of the guy's head. But can I ask you guys a question? question? Even as he's even as he's standing up over a seat, over a partition, and Tyson's punching down on him, wouldn't you have thought that Tyson punching you five, six, seven times would be a lot worse than that? Let's see that guy today. Yeah. He looks at the end of the flight. He looks swollen. Well, he didn't make the end flight. Of the flight. He came I mean, out. He got arrested. What about Tyson? They didn't kick Tyson off the flight? For what? For beating the guy up. Here's what? No. <laughs> the guy earned it. Like, this is, he earned saw the, it. He earned saw that the, beating. Everyone saw the video. I watched that video. The only takeaway I have from that is where the hell are the stewardess? Where the hell are the people who work on the airplane to let this obnoxious man bother one of your high-profile clients? Like, it, didn't make it, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Zero no nada. One, you have a highly volatile person on the airplane, famously volatile, and you're just gonna let some guy pick on him. Like that's formerly, dumb. Former, formerly volatile. He's As a. You can clearly see. He's supposed to be chilled out. My, my man is high on life and cannabis twenty four seven nowadays. Mm -hmm. So in order, this is the way I, I have, from all accounts of people that know Mike Tyson nowadays. Mm -hmm. You really got to be an ass to get this 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 reaction out of him. And just by watching the 10, 20 second video, I wanted to beat the guy's ass. And I wasn't even there. <laughs> like that guy, he had a very punchable face. Mm -hmm. He was very drunk. He was standing over the seat and putting his hands mm -hmm. like above the two mm -hmm. guys. Mm -hmm. Everything Tyson did 100% on his side. Yeah. No, I'm on his side, but but I think the thing is though, is it's kind of like the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. We were all turned off by you don't walk on stage in public like that and beat somebody up. The the reaction from Tyson is not like the acceptable reaction of, hey, somebody's bothering me, so I beat him up. Yes, the, it is. No, no, come on, man. The reaction is is if you're Tyson, you know, you should be like pushing the button and saying to what you're saying, Brown, or the flight attendant, excuse me. Well, we didn't on. see the whole video. We right. saw the whole interaction with Chris Rock and Will Smith. We didn't see it went from him, it was like 10 seconds of him talking trash, two seconds of a punch, and then five seconds of a of a pouty, bloody face. Yeah. So we didn't get who knows how long this guy was doing it. For. I don't know. Who I knows know. what well, he was but, saying? But that's for how but, long. but that's but that's Browner's point. And I, I agree with Browner, which is you you have a high profile, you know, person on your plane who's being harassed. So, you know, where and you have somebody who's clearly seemingly uh, visibly really stupid drunk yeah. yeah so so where where is the flight staff to handle and by the way they're they're parked they're in san francisco right they're not in the air right so you know even even security from inside the airport you know so it's not like oh now this is the new thing you know somebody bothers you you, you just beat him up and everybody's like well that guy's an obnoxious ass so of course you beat him up that's fine it's totally acceptable
I mean, is violence the way? You, and some, and sometimes, absolutely. You can't. <laughs> sometimes people like that young man mm-hmm. need to be reminded that personal responsibility is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Like just because you can do what he did doesn't mean the other person has to accept it. No, I got it. Listen, I'm, I'm happy that the guy got punched in a few times and maybe he learns his lesson. Like, if that were my kid and my kid were doing that to Mike Tyson. You'd be like, good. Be like, that's what you I'd be get. Like, I'd be like, hey, that's that's what it's kind of like winning time the other night when Magic Johnson's father told Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you got to keep Magic in line. And and Kareem said, I'll kick his freaking ass. You know, I uh, I got I got like rich kid douchebag vibe from that guy. Absolutely. Like, like he's sitting yeah. in first class. He's got daddy's money. That's mm-hmm. that's the vibe I got, yeah, whether I'm right I mean, or wrong, whatever. But you know. Like that behavior in that play place of a plane mm-hmm. to someone that famous, mm-hmm. he has you're a jerk. Yeah. Yes. You're a jerk. 100%. You're, like, yes. you're a jerk. Alcohol you're a jerk. doesn't make you that. It just no. brings it out. You're just a dick. That's yeah. it. All right. Listen, let me have a, a second here just as we head into the weekend. Adrian Gonzalez is going to join us. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to be out and about this weekend. Um, and I'm sure we're going to have great weather and it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Okay. Listen, you want to have some fun? How about a ride one up e-bike? Now I've talked about this quite a bit. Um, it's kind of like me and my girlfriend, we call them our convertibles because we don't have a convertible. We got two e-bikes. And um, I was talking to Daniel Urbino yesterday. I'm like, bro, I got to get a couple of more demos. I got to decide which one we're getting because we're going to put a few of these e-bikes, probably four of them, up in uh, the Mammoth place. Not mine, but hers. Um, RideOneUp.co slash great friends. When you buy on this particular landing page and you use our promo code great friends, you save $50, which is, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is because the bikes were already so discounted compared to their competitors. And you're also going to get the free phone mount, which is probably also going to cost you 50 bucks. So maybe it's a hundred dollars worth of savings. And then they ship the e-bike right to your house. Very minimal assembly required. And before you know it, you're doing 28 miles an hour down the road. The wind is flying through your hair and you're having a great time. In Browner's case, he's turned off the pedal assist. He's getting a little bit of exercise now, which I love to hear. And so whether it's exercise or transportation or fun, or some combination of all three, or saving money on gas, e-bikes from Ride One Up, rideoneup.co slash great friends. Okay, fellas, you guys ready to get to Adrian Gonzalez? He's coming up next. We're going to talk some Padres Dodgers. You ready to go? Let's do it. All right. We are in the seven mile. I want Browner's prediction in front of Adrian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out what he thinks. We are in the seven mile casino studios. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And Adrian Gonzalez will talk Padres Dodgers next. All right, guys, this is our first chance this baseball season to chat with Adrian Gonzalez. And I'm super excited that Adrian's coming back on the show because it's Padres Dodgers this weekend. And everybody knows Adrian's from San Diego and played so many great years for the Padres, but then went on to have even, you know, I mean, even a longer career playing for the Dodgers. And again, great. And now working in television for the Dodgers pre and post game show, which is really cool. Uh, although I am going to have to call my Cox Cable people because I don't understand. I thought I had this this L.A. channel that Adrian's on, and I'm pissed that I don't right now, and I can't find it. So we welcome <laughs> you back to the 7 Mile. You're in San Diego, studios. dude. No, bro, I'm telling you, I saw <laughs> – I had this. When I had Spectrum Cable, yeah. I had this channel. Now right. that I have Cox Cable, I must have this channel somewhere. No. I don't – listen, there's a lot of weird rules in baseball when it comes to blackouts and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I do know for a fact. Mm-hmm. The Lakers – Television market is all of Southern California, which is why you get Spectrum Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. 
the Padres have San Diego. So you get Bally sports, San Diego and LA gets spectrum sports net LA. Now you can get the channel Adrian's on. If you get the MLB package, I believe I'm right here. Okay. All right. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. We're in the seven mile casino studios. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. And here is Padre great and Dodger great. Here's Adrian Gonzalez back on Kaplan and crew. Hey, Adrian, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. That's that's a tough riddle to figure out there on the table situation. But you know what? I'm not I'm not that entertaining on TV, so I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about uh about getting the Dodgers channel. No, uh, man. I, but I want to support, dude. I want to support you. And you know, I'm I'm curious actually. How are you enjoying getting back in? And you know, you went from retirement kinda to like you know now you got to be there all the time. You got to go to the television station. You got to talk Dodgers. You got to keep up with everything. I'm just curious. How are you enjoying it? It's, you know, it's talking baseball. It's something that I know. And, uh, so that part of it is, uh, is fairly fun, easy in a way because I'm talking baseball, right? I mean, you're in, you're on TV. Um, so, you know, you, you, they give you 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds to speak on a certain subject. So you can't really get too detailed into it. You can't really explain too much, but it is fun to, uh, to be on top of the baseball season and see how the, how the team's doing. And, uh, you know, I'm just grateful for Dodgers ownership on, on reaching out to me and, and, and asking, you know, if I'd like to be a part of this and, uh, you know, we made it happen. Yeah. Do you like wearing a suit every day to work? I have to wear a suit when I go. Yeah. It's not every day. I'm, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only doing about 35 games in, in this season, but, uh, but yes, I do have to wear a suit. <laughs> What about like the commitment? Do you mind the commitment? Because again, you know, you, you had a great career. You made plenty of money. You were, you know, you were retired. Do you, do you mind the commitment? Um, well, you know, I don't have to travel. So it's, it's, I just go to the studio. Um, if the game's at home, I'll go to the stadium and, and do the pre and post. Um, you get to watch game in between. Um, so, you know, it's, it's like a day, they had the day at work. So, uh, you know, it's the fact that I don't have to travel and I'm here, you know, I'm basically, I'm not doing any games for uh, July and August, which is when the girls are off school. So we get our summer vacation. Um, you know, that makes it, that makes it uh, pretty easy to commit to. Yeah. Do you see these opportunities as a way to get in front of the camera and show people that you, your insight on baseball can also help you become a manager, get yourself in the pipeline. You know, uh, Again, I'm talking about not, not having to travel, so a manager would have to travel. So maybe, I don't know, 10, 10 years down the road when the girls are in college and I don't, you know, I'm not having to be dad every day, which I love being. Um, but for now, I'm just enjoying being, being in, in the game and, and being able to, to stay in the game and, and, and talk, talk about the game I love. What about other potential opportunities in broadcasting? You know, you look at a guy like Alex Rodriguez, for example, you know, and he played for the Yankees. So he's kind of a media personality in New York City, but which kind of makes him national. Well, for you, it's the same thing. I mean, you played for the Dodgers. You had great years for the Dodgers. This is an entree into television, but perhaps onto a bigger platform eventually. What do you think about your future in TV? Again, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm happy being home. And if the schedule means I only have to stay here in LA or in San Diego, and, and it's easy to, to be home and be with the family, I'll consider it. If they're asking me to go to the East Coast and travel to every city to do the games uh, at the stadiums and, and go through all that, probably, probably turn it down. Yeah. And by the way, last thing about this, um, do you prefer baseball, talking baseball as a media personality in English, or would you prefer it and are you doing any of it in spanish i did a few games during the pandemic for uh fox and espanol um in spanish and i actually did the games uh in spanish which you know to me it's 
they, they both work. I'm not, I'm not stuck to one or the other. Um, obviously baseball as, as a whole, it's easier to talk in English because my whole baseball career was here in the United States. Um, but you know, I played in Mexico and for the mariachis of Guadalajara last year, so I cannot easily, uh, you know, express myself in Spanish. It was my first language. So, um, completely fluent in Spanish. So either way for me, they, they both work. Yeah. You, you want to play anymore, especially like even, especially down in Mexico. I'm not playing anymore. No, 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 no. Um, last year playing in Mexico, going to Tokyo, being in the Olympics. Uh, that was fun. That was a great uh, way to exit the game. And I'm, I'm happy to be out of it. Yeah. I remember when you said that was going to be your retirement, but I wasn't sure. Cause you know, I look at a guy like Tom Brady he was 44 and I go, gosh, man, he can still play Adrian. I mean, you could still play if you really wanted to put the effort. Who's still playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if there was ever like a considerment of, or, you know, me, me considering unretiring, it would be next year when they eliminate the shift because with the shift there, what's the point? You can't hit it on the ground. So, <laughs> <laughs> the shift, I mean, if you look at my numbers, pre-shift and post-shift, they're very drastically different because I do have a lot of low line drives. So you know, once they eliminate the shift, I might be able to DH. You never know. Is hitting a home run, like you need to talk about hitting ground balls. Is hitting a home run always just pure coincidence or is hitting a home run something that a great hitter can consciously attempt to do? You can, you can put yourself in the best position to hit a home run. Um, I wouldn't say you can just go up there and say, you know, I'm going to hit a home run, even though there is times when you tell your teammates, Hey, if, they, if this pitcher throws me this pitch, I'm going to hit it out. And then here you go. He throws you that pitch and you hit it out. But you know, it's one of those things where you say that, but you don't, you're not really, you're trying to put a great swing. You're looking for that pitch. You're staying behind it. You're putting a good swing on the ball and you executed your game plan, which you don't know. There could be a line drive in the gap. You know, it could be a home run. It could be a single. It's you can't go up there and try to hit a home run. Like in BP, you can do it, but you can't manipulate the baseball. You can't do that. So, you know, it's just about executing a game plan. And, um, and so even though sometimes people do say, Hey, I'm going to hit a home run and they do happen to hit a home run. Um, it's not something you can just go up there and, and say, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And, you, and it just happens. Hey, you brought up uh banning the shift next year. I know we're going to talk Padres Dodgers, but overall baseball going through like a revolution of changes, you know, banning the shift, universal DH runner on second pitch Bottom clock, higher. pitch clock coming next year. You know, all these things that are happening to baseball just overall, are you a fan of it? Cause I, I like universal DH. I don't love the runner on second in, in extra innings. I, I kind of like the pitch clock idea just because, you know, there's, that's a lot of baseball, but what do you think overall? Well, I agree on those three points with you. I like universal DH. Just, I just feel like either you have a universal DH or you don't have a DH across the board. You right. shouldn't have ways of playing the game in, in, in the same league. And then you end up having a world series with different lineups. Um, so if you're going to have it, I, I would go universal DH uh sec runner second base hate uh absolutely hate that um robot umpires i think i'm gonna i'm gonna like that <laughs> um, what else uh shifting i think it, I, shift game because you know when you shift you eliminate a lot of people on base a lot of base runners a lot of action um a lot of first to thirds a lot of double plays and one of the things that that is has been lost is that like for me you know one of my favorite guys to play behind or play with was Khalil green. He would go up, up the middle and make these amazing plays. You don't see that anymore because they just shift and they're all bunched up in one area. There's no diving anymore. So those plays that create excitement for the fans are gone with the shift. 
and getting an athletic shortstop and an athletic second baseman and guys that can actually move around to catch the ball both ways is lost. And so I do like banning the shift for for those reasons. Wow, that's great analysis, by the way. Seriously, that's really, really good to hear. And I hadn't even thought about it. I just hated the way it looked. And I hated the fact that it seemed to, there was too much, for me, it was too much analytics. Like the, everybody knows where the ball is most likely to be hit. So let's all shift. But it doesn't even look like what baseball was supposed to look like. So I mean, Manny Machado was playing right field last year. Yeah. Like hey, how listen, many, <laughs> right. But, and listen, and see a guy like Max Muncie, who's, who's a second baseman, who's playing over where short is essentially, you know? And so whether it's the Padres side or the Dodgers side, I never thought about that, that the athletic shortstop, the guy who makes the spectacular play and second baseman, it's kind of eliminated by the shift. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. yeah. You don't see diving plays. You don't see great plays by the infield anymore. Yeah. That's right. Adrian Gonzalez is here. Adrian uh, is now working in the television field, uh, working for the Dodgers. As he mentioned, he's only doing 35 games this year, but working up in L.A., uh, doing television analysis, pre- and post-game analysis for the Dodgers. And now, Adrian, we get the Dodgers and Padres for the first time this season, which Alex pointed this out to us earlier. We didn't realize this. This series against the Dodgers in San Diego, is the only time Padre fans will see the Dodgers in San Diego until you ready for this until September. That's crazy. I know. Right. Like, so, so for last year, Padres Dodgers played a lot in the first half of the season this year, this series, and then right before the all-star break. And then most of the Padre Dodger matchups happen in the second half of the season, which could be really exciting if things continue the way they are for both of these teams. They could absolutely could two great teams. You know, these guys are, these two teams are going to be in it. Uh, they're going to be in the dog fight all the way to the end. So it, it, it is going to be good to see them at the end of the season where things matter a little bit more. Um, because what happened, you know, a little bit, what, what we see sometimes is you get teams early on one team dominates. They all of a sudden they think, Oh, this is, this is great. And then by the time they meet again for one last series in September, this, the whole thing is gone and, you know, they're in two different areas, two different places. And uh, this will be great because, you know, those, what is it? 12 games that they're going to play, you know, at the end of the year are going to be very, very important. And they're going to, they're going to matter. Yeah. Hey, Adrian, the last time we talked to you, I think it was when the Padres were searching for a manager and we asked you like about all these ideas and nobody was talking about Bob Melvin, nobody, because it came out of nowhere. But my question, obviously, everybody loves Bob Melvin. I don't know if you have a relationship with him at all, but how much of a difference in baseball does a manager like that make for a team? Um, a manager that has a track record that is a veteran as a manager for, you know, is, is, is very good to have, you know, because it's one of those things where that veteran player, you know, is not going to speak up anymore because he respects the manager more. Um, you know, he's going to, he's going to respect what the manager says. I know when I came into the Padres and Bruce Bochy was a manager, I mean, everybody just had this deep respect and, you know, he just loved him. He made all the right moves and it was like, you don't question it period. Like whether, if it doesn't work out, it's still, you you just don't question it. It's Bruce Bochy. And so I think that's a huge factor on a team that's supposed to win, um, to have a manager that, that is highly respected and, and, you know, has been, has been through it, been in the playoffs, guided, a te- guided multiple teams to the playoffs. Uh, it's a big thing. But how much, how much of what we're seeing from Bob Melvin and probably this clubhouse is the honeymoon stage of having a new manager. Cause a lot of times guys give someone the benefit of the doubt, like Bob Melvin had great success, but with another organization. Yeah. Bringing Bob Melvin to San Diego with an con- entirely different set of guys. Like Bob Melvin's been great, but Bob Melvin isn't 
he ain't Tony La Russa. You know, he he not he not one of these guys. He he's not one of these guys who won multiple World Series. He's not one of these guys who future Hall of Famer type per- people. So you bring him in, he's respected, but the championship, the rings, he can't come in and throw multiple rings on the table. So how much of this is the honeymoon stage or how much is it, he is just that good as a manager? Well, I mean, there's two parts to that, right? That's a very talented team. Um, so they're going to win games, whether it was Bob Melvin or somebody else, um, you know, so. Well, not last year. At the end, they didn't. But at the end, they didn't. But early on, they were, they were, they were right there. First half, True. they were right with everybody else. So, you know, uh, teams, every team that has talent is gets off to a good start. And then injuries happen because they're going to happen. You can't avoid any injury. I don't care what people say. Uh, I always hear this. If there is no injuries, it's like, well, that's not going to happen. So don't even make that comment. Um, that's when teams separate from, from each other, right? The depth. When you get, when you have a team that has seven, eight, nine starting pitchers that can do the job, they're going to stay in the race versus teams that have four or five team or pitchers that can do the job. Same too with the bullpen, same with the, with the, with the starting lineup. So that's where the manager is going to come into play is towards the end of the season, because he's going to have to maneuver players being hurt, players not being in the lineup, being mad. Um, that's when the man, well, that's when the veteran manager is going to know what to do. All right, we're talking to Adrian Gonzalez this afternoon here on Kaplan and Crew. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Um, Adrian, so Padres Dodgers first time this this year. What, how do you see this series? I'm just curious. You know, you're you're covering the Dodgers, but I'm sure you're still paying attention to the Padres. How do you see it going down? I mean, I like to see the Padres have to tease in the lineup. You know, um, I think what you know, if the Padres win the series, they're going to say we did it without the tease, and the Padres lose the series, they're going to say, well, we didn't have to tease. Um, it's, it's just, you know, what's going to happen. Um, not that it's an excuse or, you know, or anything. It's just, it is what it is. Um, and I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like two great teams going up against each other. I think that's, what's going to happen every time they they play each other. Um, the fans are going to be excited The you know, the, the stadium is going to be rocking and, uh, and it's hard to predict, right? I mean, it's, it's really hard to say this team's going to win the series. That team's going to win the series. I think you got two great teams. Uh, and you know, both teams are going into it playing well. Uh, the Padres just swept the, the, the Reds and, and, and the Dodgers beat the, beat a series out of the Braves. So it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's such a good series to watch and I'm excited for it. Yeah, we are too. Are you going to be up in LA this weekend? Are you coming down home or uh, what's your plan? I'm here in LA. Um, I actually, I'm doing the game today. I got the pre and post today. Um, and then I'll watch, uh, tomorrow and Sunday, uh, from the house here. How frequently are you in San Diego nowadays? Um, I go, I go down there quite, quite a bit on the weekends, um, you know, hang out with the family and friends and everything. Um, you know, it just, it's just a coin toss, whether I'm going down, you know, each and depending on the weekends, my daughters and, and golf and baseball, she's doing little league. So she has a game every Saturday. So, um, and then she has a golf uh, match pretty much every Saturday. So it's, it's hard to make it down lately because of those two things, the summer's picking up and, and sports activities are happening, yeah. but yeah. Um, I'm coaching a little league team too. So it's, you know, I, I have to uh-huh. be there. So That's awesome. Though. That's it's awesome. Fun. Hey, Alex, have you ever had Adrian's beer? Um, yeah. Multiple a, times. There's a bar, um, Adrian in Cardiff, it's called tower 13. And um, they, the only Mexican lager that they serve is Calidad. And um, I mean, listen, if you take Cali Dodd and Pacifico and Corona and, you know, Modelo and Dos Equis, I mean, Do- Cali Dodd is great beer. It's I, a great beer. It is. I love it. How's that going for you? It's going really well. Uh, really, really well. I think uh, next week we're going to launch the Agua Frescas, which is we're excited about. You have to try my Michelada mix. Um, I, Do you have I, your own? 
I have my own. Yeah, it's a, you can buy it on online at kelly.beer.com. Um, it's you know just michelada mix and beer, and boom, you're done. That's it. Yeah. Um, my own special recipe uh, made after what you would see or get in Mexico as a michelada cubana. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's going well. Dude, um, I'll tell you, man, I, I drank a lot of Calidad. I was down in Loreto, Mexico. And, um, man, I, that's what they had for me, and I was drinking it up. And, I, and they made micheladas down there. But I will tell you, one, you know another product maybe that would be good for your line? You ever have sangrita? I've had sangrita before, yeah. I love sangrita. Yeah. I mean, maybe we yeah. need like an Adrian tequila and then we put a little sangrita <laughs> on this. We come in combo packages. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about bourbon. I'm not thinking about tequila. It's yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Get that bourbon cranking. Yeah, dude, that's a, uh, up my alley too. There's yeah, so many cool. tequilas out there. Like every, every, every famous person that lives in LA has yeah. got their own tequila. Yeah, exactly. And you know, one of the things that people don't know is that Mexico's the top three producer in the world of corn and bourbon's made out of corn. So. Wow, that's cool. So you're going into the bourbon biz. I don't, no, 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 don't, don't, don't get me thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. That's one of those things where you're like, you know, if I did something, it would do, it would be this. All right, yeah. cool, man. Adrian, it's great to talk to you always. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to talking to you many more times during the baseball season. Appreciate you, man. Sounds good, guys. Sounds good. Man, I got a man crush on Adrian Gonzalez, don't I? I think we all do. I think you have one too. I think we, yeah, you kind of have like a, yeah. Not me, bro. Stop it. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. I think me and Alex for sure. You don't think so, Alex? I, I am, I am always happy when I see a Mexican do good things, man. Yeah, you know? right, right. Understandable. Yeah, totally. Baseball is not filled with Mexicans. You know, it's it's a very Latin America, you know, Caribbean like place. There's not a lot of Mexicans in baseball, so I always, yeah. I'm always encouraged when I see that stuff. Yeah, same, man. That's me too. If there's a Jewish guy in baseball, I'm like, that's awesome. You know, I love and he's him. just like a nice guy. He's, he's a, very you know nice. I mean, he's an angel. Like, I love that guy. Like that's the thing is like obviously Padre fans feel whatever they feel about Adrian. We we encouraged booing, you know, when he was with the Dodgers and stuff. But at the end of the day, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, that's always going to affect me more than their 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 on field stuff. All right, let me just end today's show because we're going into a football Friday on 1090. And for everybody else, we'll have a separate finish over on the podcast side. But I want to say, hey, this weekend, if you're thinking about grilling. Go see our people at West Coast BBQ Shop, westcoastbbqshop.com. And while you're at that website, make sure you're buying your tickets for Egg Fest, which is June 12th. We'll all be down there. Chefs, award-winning chefs from all over the place, all working the big green eggs. It's going to be great. In fact, Browner is going to be down there on Tuesday doing the broadcast. Uh, so westcoastbbqshop.com, 2330 Proctor Valley Road. And one other sponsor I'd like to just mention before we get out of here, because it's the weekend, is Tori Holistics. Browner, how much fun did we have with Ruthie? Uh, and you know, Kalina and everybody at, at Tory Holistics on 420. Wasn't that a great week? It was fantastic. It was a good time. Yeah. Great day. Yeah, it really was a great day. Uh, use our promo code 420, F O U R T W E N T Y. You got to spell it out 420. You'll save 20%. And uh, that's that's good savings when you're inside Tory Holistics. Hey, fellas, um, have a great weekend. I want to wish everybody who's watching and listening again, have a great and safe weekend. Browner's and, prediction. Uh, Browner, come on, Browner. What do you got? Padres versus Dodgers. Who you got? Padres, two games out of three. Nice. Alex? Uh, one for Padres. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like the Dodgers are going to come down here and be able to do it offensively. Uh, we'll see. Hey, we'll talk to you guys all yeah. on Monday. Radio listeners, time for us to peace out. Everybody else will have a separate finish for you.
All right, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, great week. Really great week. A lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to this series this weekend. I'm, like I said, I'm going to go tonight. I'm going to watch a little bit on TV, and then I'm going to go to the belly up tonight. And then tomorrow evening, I know I got a birthday party I forgot about, but I'm going to definitely be watching because I know a lot of Padre fans will be there. And then Sunday, what time is game Sunday, Alex? One ten. Okay, yeah. I don't know, maybe. Maybe I can find myself down there on Sunday. Maybe. If you get tickets yeah. and you don't find yourself down there, just let mm -hmm. me know. Oh, for Saturday? I'll move closer. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, Saturday, Sunday, you let, you let me know. Yeah, all right. All right, listen, um, great week. Browner, honestly, like what a week you had, dude. I mean, the stand-up routine on Wednesday night and the number of people that put out social media about it yeah. that said things like, we're now going to see it again on April 30th, but you don't realize you won't see the same thing. You don't yeah. know what Browner is going to say. You won't. <laughs> Depends I don't write on who jokes. shows up. Yeah, I don't write jokes. Uh -uh. That should be your thing on stage. I don't write jokes. My um, favorite uh, yeah. part, uh, a spoiler alert if you go on Saturday, was I don't write jokes. And then like 30 seconds later, all right, so I wrote this joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that killed me, dude. I was like, did people not pick up on that? Because I was laughing very loudly at that moment. <laughs> you know, that it's killed funny. me, dude. I, I, next time I do this, next time I see you guys, I'm going to take notes because there were times that Lawhead said things that I thought were so hysterical that no one else seemed to really get. And I don't think that he really pushed hard on this. And I'm like, dude, and I can't remember what it was. That was the problem. <laughs> it was 420, not my fault. Um, fellas, great week. Uh, I want to say to everybody who's watching and everybody who's listening, um, next week, I promise you this, next week, I will make the announcement about the May 6th lunch bunch. That's number one. Is that not and then. Friday? No, 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 never mind, never no, mind. it's the following Friday. Yeah, it's it's Got two it. weeks. So I'll make the announcement next week about the about the May 6th lunch bunch. I want you guys to all come. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that have already said they're they're gonna plan on coming. It's there's only 16 seats at the table. There's 20 of us, me, Browner, Grande, Lawhead, the four of what us. What happens if you don't hit the 20? Are you on the hook? Oh no, we'll easily hit the 20. I know we will. I'm just saying, like no, 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 I'm not on oh. the hook. It's it's if we had let's just say we had 15, yeah. you know, rather than 20. Yeah. Um, then that's it. each person is paying for their own lunch. I mean, it's not like I'm sponsoring or hosting a lunch. It's just that we're just doing this as a way to get together, you Got know, it. but it's going to be really inexpensive. And I say inexpensive, it's $30 for lunch. It comes with, you'll see the menu that we've all put together for you. You're gonna when really is like the, it. uh, the shotgun challenge portion of the lunch shotgun challenge as in who's going to put down a beer the fastest as in, are we not, is that not part of the lunch bunch experience? You can have we're that. If all you want to shotgun beers, we could do that. That could happen. I mean, after talking to Adrian Gonzalez, maybe we get some of those Cali Dodds. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a really good beer. That's be my little touch on the lunch All right. bunch. All right, cool. I'm down. I'm down. Browner's not down. No, no. No shotgun, no beer, brother. Yeah. All right, Brown. We got to go. Alex, we got to roll. Everybody support our sponsors, please. Whether it's these Manscaped guys, whether it's the Ride One Up guys, uh, anybody else, make sure you support our sponsors, and we're back on Monday. Peace out, everybody. Peace.